Welcome everybody to today's Daddy No Podcast, episode number 52, day number 379 to being a stay-at-home father. Hope you all are having a great week. Hope you had a good Valentine's Day as well. Uh, good shows all last week, good Valentine's Day show. No, Zozo, my daughter's trying to kick the mic over because she's uh, she's been a, a pain in the butt. Right, Zozo? Yeah, she's pain in the butt. So on today's podcast, uh, I want to talk about, of course, other than comedy and kids like we always do, uh, Ashton Kutcher, man, uh, his he was on uh, C-SPAN and uh, talking about his foundation, Thorn, which uh, drive technology innovation to fight the sexual exploitation of children around the world, which, uh, wow, I didn't know he did that. Like, I, oh, you knew he did that? I don't think you knew he did that. I think you're making it up. I think you just want to sound... Nah, I just think you want to sound smart to everybody. That's what I think. Yeah, you're always doing that, Zozo. Uh, my daughter's joining me today, Zozo. My son's over there playing with Play-Doh. Because he, uh, he feels like he, he's above it all. He's above it all. He's above the podcast. Right, son? No, I don't know what that meant, but all right, man. So this past week, I was featuring for Tom Simmons at the Comedy Club. It was a great week, man. It was a great week, and I uh, learned a lot as far as, like, Tom Simmons. If you've never heard of him, look him up. He has a, a, a web series on, I think, just Facebook. I, I think it's, I know it's on Facebook. I don't know if it's on YouTube as well, but it's called So. And then there's this, and it's, it's, it's really good. And it was how he stuck to his guns. I liked how, like, he, he's from North Carolina, he's liberal, right, uh, but he makes his points, right, and the people he was talking to, let's just say half the crowd had cowboy boots on. If they would have read his bio, they would have known, right, but he was ripping on Trump, he talked about God, he talked about abortion, he talked, I mean, he had those, those jokes that were just, like, quirky jokes, but he had some real intellectual stuff and if you've never heard of him you should go check him out tom simmons it's the kind of material that i would like to do but i just don't know how to make that funny yeah like you when you leave you know his point of view and you know why that is his point of view and i think that's one of the things in my stand-up what i lack is i i got jokes and i you just don't understand my point of view at the end but maybe I just don't want you to understand my point of view. Maybe it's more of a abstract painting. You know what I mean? You get what you get out of it. That sounds real douchey now that I say that out loud. Oh. Yeah, I just put the Play-Doh on the, on the paper, not the table. On the wax paper. There you go. You mixed all of them together. You mixed all the Play-Dohs together. Now what color is that? What color do you got? Green. Green. Caca green. Dark green. Oh, my bad. I thought you said caca green. I apologize. It's not caca green. So this week now, I'm again at the improv. Uh, I'm on day... Today's going to be day nine of doing stand-up. Nine straight days, which is nothing. Nine straight days of stand-up. I'm going for 30 straight days of stand-up. And all the comedians are like, that's still nothing. 30 straight days of stand-up for San Antonio, an area that's not really known to have a lot of 
places to go up every week. I mean, we have a few places. I do get up at least four to five times a week, minimum, right? But to get up, I've gotten up 18 days in a row before, and it took like a few days off, and then I went back at it, right? But this is 30 days in a row, uh, at least one open mic or show a day. But I've been, I mean, the shows I've been having, I mean, I'm getting 30 minutes of stage time at least each day. So it's been, uh, it's been really good. It's good, progressing. And I listen, I rec- guys who, who listen to this, and ladies, comedians who listen to this, record yourself. Record yourself and listen to your sets again and again and again and again. Because a lot of times when you do a joke, you think, man, the joke worked last time. How come it hasn't worked this time or the next few times? It's because sometimes it's not the joke that's not, uh, it wasn't the joke that they laughed at. It was an ad lib that you made. And if you record yourself, you'll realize that. And you can switch it up or you can drop the joke or, you know, uh, correct the joke, whatever you want to do with it. I don't know. I'm not telling you how to write. I'm just telling you, you suck if you don't do that. No, I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you should listen to yourself. And when I first started listening to myself uh, in, in the, um, just in the recordings, ugh, I hated it. I hated it. But then I thought, if I don't want to listen to me, who else is going to want to listen? You know, so and then now I listen to myself more than any other comedian. And that sounds really egotistical, but it makes you a better stand up comedian. You need to become I don't want to say your own fan, but you need to be able to listen to yourself and laugh at the jokes that you have. Was she eating paint chips? My daughter likes to go to our our wall where we have this big crack going down the side of it and uh, the paint coming off. And I think she's eating paint chips right now. Is that what she's doing? Okay, strike that. She was not eating paint chips. My baby does not eat paint chips. <laughs> Let me just take that back. Do not yell at me, mom. Do not. She does not eat paint. That reminds me of uh, Tommy Boy. Did you eat a lot of paint chips at a kid? Uh, why? So now my daughter can answer that. Like, yeah, I ate them off our wall. It's crazy because our, our house, uh, we don't have a foundation. We have, like, pillars under. Uh, and whenever it gets real dry... We get this huge crack that grows across our ceiling and down our wall because it's like shifting. And then the crack isn't as visible when it starts to get a little bit more wet and stuff outside. But yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or it's not a good thing. It's probably really, it's a really bad thing. But it's San Antonio. So uh, that's, yeah, that's the way it is with, with houses. I got it, babe. I'm on the podcast. Thank you. You're not helping me. You're not helping me. I'm not an idiot. I don't appreciate you calling me. I'm going to edit that part out. That's what I'm going to do. I can edit. You're going to make a green snowman? Yeah, a green snowman. So we have polluted snowmen. Why don't you make a... Son, why don't you make a snow woman? Hmm? Why does it got to be a snowman? Hmm? Why does there have to be a gender to snow? Why can't it just be a snow person? <laughs> it's no person that's crazy. Why is that crazy? Because it's a circle. I'm a jerk. Hey, don't be calling me that. That's not funny. It's not funny. Told me to make. She just has chapstick, chapstick, and now she has nothing because she threw it through the gate. No, don't. The gate's gonna fall on you, mama, and. It's going to hurt your fingers, and then you're going to cry, and I don't want to hear you cry. Not about you not hurting yourself. I just don't want to hear you cry because I'm selfish like that. Shellfish.
Stop, mama. Don't shake it. Don't leave it alone. Thank you very much. So Valentine's Day was fun. Uh, I mean, not for my wife because she was here with the kids, but I had fun because I was doing what I love out there. I mean, I I, I got her something. I uh, I made. What did I get you? I didn't get her anything. Dang! Now that I think about it, I made you a video. I made you a collage video. That's right. I made her a collage video of like old pictures of her um, and us together when we we're all young and skinny and everything. And then it's funny how every year we're like, like I remember looking back at those pictures, and at that time I'm like, man, I'm out of shape, man, I'm fat. Now I look back at those pictures just from five years ago. I'm like, dang, I was in shape. I want to get back to that. Every five years I look back. And think I want it. So now I'm happy with my body. I'm 220. You know what? I'm happy because I know in five years I'm going to be 250 and be like, man, I need to get in shape. I wish I was back to 220. Oh, my God. I can't get above size 36 in waist, though. I will, I refuse to go above 36. I want to get back down to like 34, but I will not go above 36. If I have to walk around with my pants unbuckled and unzipped just for the belt, I will do that. Just for the point of being able to be like, look, I still wear a size 36. I'm not going to wear pregnancy pants. I'm going to wear men's pants, all right? I'm not wearing stretchy band pants around my... I'm, I'm going to be 36 waist, okay? Relax. Maybe even 34. Who knows? But anyway, so that's what I made her was a collage. And I put like... What did I put... I put music behind it. I forgot who. Drum. I put Drum uh, Special, the one that's on the uh, Chance the Rapper album, track number four off SoundCloud. Yeah, I put that one. I put like pictures of the kids, and I was like, this is from all of us. And then I put the kids at the end going, I love you, right? And I was just like, yeah, score one for me. And I didn't spend a dime on it. Yeah, I only had to spend like an hour on the computer, and that was my gift. I probably shouldn't be saying this because she's right behind me hearing everything that I'm saying. Can you relax, Ozo? Thank you. Jeez. Can you stop? All she got me was Twix. That's all she got me. Oh, you know what? I take it back. I did get you something. I got you a rose, and I brought you wine. Doesn't matter if the rose is free or not. In fact, because the rose is free, that should be worth even more, because I didn't spend any of the hard-earned money that you made <laughs> to get you that rose. They were giving out roses on a Tuesday at the comedy club because I did it. It was a, of course, everybody has everybody for Valentine's Day. Well, that's a big day for 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 comedy. People want to go see that. Oh my God! I had this drunk lady though. They threw her out during my set, and the guy that I that was headlined. His name's Rick Gutierrez. He's the guy who tours with Fluffy. You might have seen him on Fluffy Breaks Even. So that's who was headlining. But he's real strict with your like. You have to be clean, clean. Nothing. No. I mean, other than no cussing. I already don't. You can't cuss as a host at Laugh Out Loud in the Improv. But you got to be clean as well as far as no talking about sex. Don't even say the word butthole. Don't none of that. I think I did say butthole, but other than that, it, it has to be clean, clean, and don't talk to the audience. So this is all the things that he said not to do, and I stuck to him. I stuck to him. But there's this lady who was drunk in the corner for everything, all woo, like going crazy, and I was like, oh my god, and I wanted to shut her up, but it's hard. And it what was even harder was I would get the audience going, right. And and then she'd start yelling, and the whole audience would look at her like, shut up. And they expect me to tell her to shut up, too. But instead, I'm like, man, just calm down a little bit. Shh, calm down. And I start shushing her like that, and she's calming down. But it brings the entire energy down 
because I'm shushing the whole audience at the same time. And that happened like three times. But the third time, I was like, I wasn't shushing you guys. Y'all keep laughing. Y'all having fun. Just you over here, ma'am. Relax. Okay, you're going to get too drunk. You're not going to be able to get laid tonight. And that was the worst thing to say because then she was just like, oh, I'm getting late tonight. Ah! Like she was, that's exactly how she sounded as well. She was very raspy. But uh, she got thrown out like towards the end of my set. And I was like, great, you could have done that maybe five, ten minutes ago. But no, you waited 15 minutes on at the very end of my set to uh, throw her out. Appreciate that. But yeah, she was, she was gone. But it was, it was a good show. Other than that, it was a good show. And tonight... We have a show at the Riverside. I'm opening it up for Matt Go Lightly uh, and Blair. Blair from MGB Podcast is going to be there for the feature. Uh, he's going to fe- feature and I'll be hosting. So, hey, Thursday through Sunday, come check us out at the Improv Comedy Club, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock shows. And that's our, that's my plug for the week. Yeah, that's my plug. And I got other shows coming up, but just worry about those shows right now. Go watch those shows. going to be good shows, man. So if you saw Ashton Kutcher on, and I'm sure a lot of people saw him on, on Facebook and Twitter and the news and everything, he has that foundation, and he got real hard for, am I going to, because my kids are around, am I going to say what he said or what he saw in the videos, Whoa. but it's sick people out there. Like he said that the child thought that that the the attacker, I'm going to call him attacker or the the pedophile, that the the little girl thought that they were engaging in play. Like, it was in another city or another country, Cambodia. But he went, the man from America went there to do that. Like, and, oh, just, I'm I'm very much about when somebody does a crime, whatever it is, and we're like, bring those people to justice. They deserve their day in court. And then, you know, whatever they get issued out. But I, I guess that all goes out the window with that. Because in my head, I'm like, nah, chop the head off. You know, hang him right there. Like, if you catch him right there, don't even, no court, no nothing, put a bullet in the head. That's, I know that's a horrible thing to say, but hey, these horrible people, man. Like, and it's, it's being so hypocritical to say that. Because you say that, like, okay, if a person uh, did a bombing and killed a bunch of people, that's a terrorist attack, right? Killed 40 people, a terrorist attack. Do they deserve their day in court? For some reason in my head, I'm like, yeah, they deserve the day. Even if it was children or whatever, yes, they deserve their day in court. But when you do something like that, I don't know why, but it brings that, like, I just, ugh, you, you, don't, I don't, you don't deserve to live on earth because there's something extremely wrong with you, extremely wrong with you. And then he was talking about another one where the FBI asked him to help find this little girl who was seven, who was, you know, child, you know, on, on uh, child, child pornography is what they were doing, right? And it was on the deep web, which the deep web is anything that you can't search through Google or Yahoo. You have to be able to get on there a different way. Um, I don't know exactly how it works, but I know the way they explain it is if you look like at a... And this is a stupid explanation, and if you're computer savvy, you're going to think I'm an idiot. But like an iceberg, where it shows just the top of the iceberg, but most of the 80% of it is underneath the water. Think of the internet that way. So most of the internet is stuff that you can't find. It's the deep web stuff that, that, that they not only sell drugs, you can hire a hitman on there. So if you're looking for a hitman to hire, go to the deep web. No. If, <laughs> but yeah, that's what they do, and you buy drugs on there, and a lot of it is uh child pornography a lot of it is that and it's 
It is, I mean, that's sick. And these FBI agents couldn't find this seven-year-old girl who was constantly, they're putting out films of her. They couldn't, they couldn't find that. So uh, they asked his foundation to help. And I'm like, what the heck? They're finding, they have to ask this man and his foundation, this actor, right? And his foundation to help him. I mean, I know it's, he drives uh, the tech innovations to help fight that. Uh, but still, like, I thought there would be some type of task force for this. You know what I mean? Like, you have the, uh, the ATF and you have the, I mean, and you have other organizations that deal with whatever they deal with. You'd figure they have something for child trafficking that's deeper than, that, that's a, a large organization. And it seems like they don't if they have to go to Thorn with Ashton Kutcher. You know what I mean? And it makes me think, like, how many people in high politics in high politics, in politics, or high, you know, like, you know, senators and stuff like that. How many of them are involved in this type of stuff? I don't know if any of them are involved, but I would not be shocked. Think about the the Greeks and the Romans and those types of people. When when you see those, uh, I mean, they they engage in that type of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, with 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 children and stuff. So, can you? Yeah, Zozo, appreciate that. She's like, let me make as much noise as possible. Thank you, Zozo. What I'm trying to say is a lot of those people's mindsets doesn't change. And I think that's a reason. Ah, now she's throwing a tantrum. She's throwing a tantrum. She likes to throw herself on the floor. And then she puts her feet in the air. And then no tears, just yells. Her eyes well. Sometimes. All right. So you don't slip? But anyway. Yeah, you know, you figured that there, that would be one of the main priorities, and it doesn't feel like it is. That's probably a really big business, too. I mean, I've seen the movie Taken, so that has to be something, right? I'm basing my information off movies, and Ashton Kutcher is what I'm doing. But still, it's wrong, and it's, yeah, it's, it's messed up. We're not going to go get donuts? Where did that come from? What? Yeah. No, 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 no. Why do you always want donuts? What's with you and donuts? I, I donuts. Hey, did you know? Hey, hey, did you know that donuts? They 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 don't make donut holes anymore. Those are gone for now on. Yeah. They, they don't. Discontinued they them. discontinued donut holes. You have to get the big donuts now. The big donuts. That's it. Chocolate on them. No, they don't even have. They don't have chocolate anymore. No, you have to be thirty-one years old. Yeah, you have to be old older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's over here cracking up. <laughs> Why do you laugh like that, Mama? She tosses her head back and goes, <laughs> "Oh man, we're doing uh, the MGB podcast uh, here this past Monday, and uh, it got to a point in the podcast where uh, we're talking something." kind of serious, and then we turn to our left, and my daughter, I have these, like, uh, windows, not windows, but sliding glass doors, and she's, like, we just turn, and we just see her blowing bubbles on the glass with her mouth, and then licking it, and we couldn't stop laughing, I was like, oh, perfect timing, sweetie, I'm learning my daughter has really good timing, so, she's funny, she's funny. Yeah, so if uh, this comedy stuff doesn't work out for me, guess what, sweetie? I'm living my dream through you, huh? Yeah, I'm going to live my stand-up dream through you. I'm going to write your jokes. 
You're going to be so funny. Huh? You're going to be real funny, right, Mama? No, don't say no. Hey. <laughs> oh, my wife told her to say no, no, no. And she puts it from ground. She goes, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> She has strep throat, so she oh, not strep throat, tonsillitis. So she has like a real raspy voice right now. You don't tell me no. I tell you no. Relax. Put your hand down. No. Put your hand down. No, no, no. You no, 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 no. So that was, yeah, that was Ashton Kutcher and this past week in uh, stand-up comedy. Did y'all catch Trump today? With the, what he was talking, like the way he talks to the press, like I've seen it before, right? But I sat and watched it this afternoon, like pretty much the entire time. And he just is just like, oh yeah, go ahead. Come on. Oh, BBC? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're just like CNN. Go ahead. Give me the question. Now sit down. This And then talks to him like that. I'm like, geez, man, you're not talking. This isn't The Apprentice where after you can do like some news conference, like even think about it, if... If uh, a coach, right, like like Pop, if Coach Popovich came out after, uh, and we all know how he talks to the to the media, right? And it's funny, right? But Trump takes it to an extreme where it's like disrespectful. Imagine Popovich coming out and be like, "No, see, no, no, look, listen here, ESPN, you guys are always on the bronze side, okay? And you're not, you no, 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 sit down, sit down. It, I'm gonna talk. It's it's crazy. That's not coming from a coach. It's coming from our president. It was, it's insane. And he keeps bringing up Hillary. Like she was going to, like, I'm like, stop bringing up Hillary. Yeah, she's done, dude. You won. You won. Why are you bringing up Hillary? And I get it. A lot of people hate the media, right? And the media did this to themselves. The media made Trump. That's, it, it's their fault. I mean, it's everybody, it's all our fault right, for, for this happening, getting to this point. But it's just a swinging of the pendulum to where people felt disenfranchised and they weren't being listened to. And they're, they're working so many part-time jobs, you know, instead of having one full-time job and they weren't making as much money. And, and you know, the, the two the coasts forgot about that, forgot about the people in the middle of the country. And those are the people who are like, no, I'm tired of this, man. I'm tired of this, and I'm tired of working all these little part-time jobs. I want to go back to my a full-time job. I want to be able to, you know, back to America, make America. That's what the attitude. That's what it was. That's what you bred. And so now we got to deal with this for at least for the next four years. And to the rest of the world, it makes us. It doesn't make us look good. I'll say that it doesn't make us look good. You want to get up here, Mama? You want to talk about Trump? My daughter likes to talk about Trump. Go ahead. What do you think? What do you think about the, what we saw today? Because my daughter was with me and we we're watching it. What do you think about the things you saw with Trump? That's a good point. But do you think that if... Hey, relax. Relax. It's all right, mamas. Hey. Oh, my daughter's going nuts. All right. Uh, let me uh, take her bath real quick, put her to bed, and then uh, come right back. Hey, calm down, calm down. So that was yesterday. I didn't get to come back and finish the podcast like I wanted to because I had to get ready for the show last night at the Improv Comedy Club. I will be there again tonight with Blair Thompson and uh, Mako Lightly, 8 o'clock and 10.15 at San Antonio Improv, formerly the River Center Comedy Club. Last night was... Uh, Last night was hell, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And again, I've already been told by like three comics, like, dude, stop talking about your bad sets. But those are the funnier ones. Nobody wants to hear, man, I murdered last night. 
I mean, I'm capable of that. I know I'm capable of that. But if you don't like my material off the bat, you're not going to like me because I like to dig it in. I don't know what it is, but when an audience doesn't, they're not responding the way I want them to respond. Or especially if I tell a joke and I get, or oh, like disapproving. I'm like, oh, okay, you didn't like that. Well, let me tell you this next one because I know you're not going to like that. And there was one point at the very end of this, of my set and I was like, let's go outside and fight. Like we should all just go outside and fight. I literally told them that I wanted to fight them. And they kind of chuckled. And then at the end, I was just like, after the show, if you want, and I've said this before, if the show, if you want, I don't sell merch, but you can kick me in the balls for 25 bucks. And they all laughed because obviously they all wanted to kick me in the nuts. Oh, my God. It was torture. It was torture. And, and then the feature goes up, Blair, and he's just like, he always he had this line. He goes, he goes, listen, my jokes are like my children. I'm not going to put them into the world if they're not going to be successful. So get on board, people. It was the strangest thing. It was like, I don't know what they thought it was going to be, but like I've never seen so many folded arms and, and brows that were frowned in a way of disgust. Just, ugh, like you, everything you say is wrong and disturbing, and I don't enjoy this. And so, I mean, I, I, man, I hope I get hired back at the club. I don't know. I, I feel like Wednesdays and Thursdays, the last two Wednesdays and Thursdays have been like that. Yeah. Well, actually, no, yesterday yesterday was fine. No, no, we didn't even have a show last Wednesday. What am I talking about? This past Wednesday, we didn't have a show. But Tuesday, Tuesday, Valentine's Day, I think that's what it was. Everybody was just like, all right, we spent all our money for, for Valentine's Day on Tuesday. So on Wednesday, they didn't go out. It was empty at because I went to an open mic. It wasn't an open mic. It was a showcase after that. And usually that showcase is pretty packed, but there was hardly, it was like a ghost town in San Antonio. And I guess everybody just spent their money on Tuesday and everybody decided to chill on Wednesday at home and watch Netflix or eat the rest of their bonbons that they got them or cry some more because they didn't have a Valentine's date. Who knows? Who knows? And (laughs) on Tuesday, on Valentine's Day, um, I freaked them out because I was telling them about St. Valentine. Who, uh, that's, I mean, it's Valentine's Day. I don't know, I don't know exactly if it comes from St. Valentine. I think it does. But in 279 AD, February 14th, he was beheaded. He was beheaded. And I explained it to him. I was just like, how weird we celebrate now with candy and flowers and it's romantic. The dude got beheaded. If you really want to celebrate Valentine's Day, go chop some heads off. How about we do that? And I said that right after my ISIS joke. <laughs> they were like, oh, we're here to have a good time. I am not making a good case for myself to be hired by promoters. But you know what? I don't think promoters are hearing this podcast at all. So enjoy, enjoy all my failures, people. That's what I'm here to talk about, my failures. I'm here to talk about my failures because that is what makes us better as, com- no, that's not why. It's just that I, I like to do that. I don't know why I like to do that. Talk about the time, the horrible, because horrible. what as a comedian, we live for those great, like, of course, if you're a headlining comedian doing theaters, majority of them are going to be great. But being only, what, seven years in or almost seven years in, still doing the feature and hosting work, basically hosting work, you're biting the bullet for uh, an audience is 
the downtown audience, which I, I love River Center. It's, it's, it's great, not only because I get work, but because it's challenging. It's not San Antonio people. It's a bunch of tourists. But not like tourists, like, oh, you're from New York, and you're from L.A., and you're from Europe. And I mean, we get those every once in a while. No, tourists, like, yeah, I'm from Podunk. <laughs> I'm from Pleasanton. We came up to the big city. Like, those type of tourists is what we get a lot of. We get a lot of those types of tourists. And they don't understand. A lot of them, it's their first time in a, in a comedy club. And so I don't know if they expect to get, you know, something... That I don't know what they expect. I was going to say Don Rickles, but Don Rickles would say some messed up stuff. Uh, I don't know what they expect, but when the stuff that comes out of my mouth, I feel... My friend put it good. He's just like, you paint the picture very well. And when you do your act outs, it's very believable because you're in the moment. But what happens is people, they, they get very uncomfortable because you're so in the moment. Like I've, I used to do this. I, I still do the joke, but I used to have an ending to this joke about uh, my daughter, my wife, wanting her before any of this happened. Before we had any kids, before we met, she decided what all the kids' names were going to be, and my wife decided that if she ever had a little girl, she was going to name her after the Egyptian goddess Isis. Everybody goes silent, which I expect, right? That's fine. But then I continue on with the joke. So towards the end of the joke, and everybody, it's out of context, so it's going to sound horrible. But I make it funny, I promise, to some audiences where uh, I say that she's not going to be, it's not like she's going to become all militant and I'm going to pick her up at her daycare and she'll be holding her teacher's head like, she said no nap time, and I'm hold, pretending to hold up her head. And again, out of context, this sounds horrible. But in in the comedy club, it's funny. It's funny. All right, I'm making it funny. I'm making. I'm trying to point out that it's just a name. Of course, we didn't call my daughter Isis. It's Zoe. But I used to at the end of doing that because I'm holding up a pretending to hold up a head. I used to throw it in the audience, and when I would throw it in the audience, people would literally move out of the way. They would like, and they'd move. I'm like, there's nothing there. I didn't really throw a head in the audience. What are you moving for? And my friend was just like, well, that just means you painted the picture very well. In some audiences, that kills. And other audiences, they don't like me after that. They really don't like me after that. And I should, and you know what? I only bring that joke out when either I'm doing really well and I'm like, okay, they're going with me. They'll go with me here. And then they laughed. Or... I'm, I find out that the little little trigger words get them. Oh, those audiences, mm, I love that. When trigger words get you, when you hear words like feminism or uh, abortion or homosexuality or any of that, right, racism, these are all trigger words that people hear and they automatically think, oh, this is what he's going to say, so now I have to tune him out when it's nothing that I'm saying. I'm not saying anything. That's gonna. That I, what I'm doing is, is I want. I want you. I just want you to laugh. I don't want you. I'm not trying to teach anybody anything. I just want you to laugh, right? But it's using those trigger words to can to get those emotions out of you. Because I'm a big believer in. They don't remember what you say, but they remember how you made them feel. So if you can put a person on an emotional roller coaster throughout your set, I feel like they'll remember you a lot more versus, hey, set up punchline, set up punchline. But you do need those. You do need your set up punchlines. Uh, and make sure your jokes have punchlines, people. If you're a comedian listening to this, make sure your jokes have punchlines, not just quirkiness. Uh, 
and stuff like that. We went over that last podcast. Anyway, but uh, yeah, people people got uncomfortable and moved out of the way. And when audiences get like that, I kind of like I'm like, oh, okay, you guys you guys didn't like that joke, that tame joke, that 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 joke that is I could tell in a church that wasn't offensive at all, and yet you got something offensive out of it. Hmm. All right. Well, let me try this one that I know you're gonna hate. I don't say this out loud, but in my head, I'm thinking it as I'm looking at them. And then I do that joke, and that gets them like, oh, my God, I can't believe you <laughs> would say something like that. Oh, man, but it's good. It was, it's good. I think the worst thing that I've told the audience was I'm like, well, this set went horrible, and uh, now I'm going to go home and beat my kids, and it's all your fault. I'm going to take out everything that you did to me on them. And the whole audience went, oh. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to go home and physically beat my children. What's wrong with you people? I mean, emotionally, I'm going to emotionally beat them and make them feel like how I feel because I'm a horrible parent. And it's like they all believed me. I was just like, oh, okay, that's, oh, it's jokes. It's jokes, people. It's jokes. And I know on this podcast, people are listening to it going like, that, none of that sounds like jokes. That all sounds horrible. You're a horrible person. Well, you know what? Come to one of the shows tonight and we'll see if I'm a horrible person or not. Let me know. Uh, comment. I can get you some free tickets. So uh, if you want to, you want to come to the show, let me know. Comment. Uh, thank you for listening to our podcast that we do. And, and let me know. I, I I used to put them on on Wednesdays, and then I would say, "Hey, podcast coming out on Wednesdays," and then I put them out Thursdays. And now I was just like, "Well, I'll just switch it to Thursdays." And now they're coming out Friday, so I'm still I'm, I'm still a day late. Just know they'll come out sometime during the week. So between Wednesday and Friday, I should not say that because now they're going to come out Saturdays. Or if you guys want them earlier, let me know. Message, comment on the bottom. But thank you guys for listening to another episode of Daddy No. Uh, make sure to check us out. Check me out on Funny Man Comedy Works. That's one word, Funny Man, and then Comedy Works on Facebook. Uh, MGB Podcast on iTunes. Um, also check out uh, on Funny or Die. Uh, I'm trying to come up with a new web series and some new sketches. Uh, I'm focusing more on the podcast stand-up right now, but eventually I'm going to get some of that stuff out, so make sure to check. But I have a web series still on there, so check out uh, Fantasy Football Gets Real, which is on there. Thank you guys for anybody who went to the past shows. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, I'll catch you all next week. Deuce. Bumpos, but it is, 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 but it